Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So how about that? That was a lot of winning. A lot of winning. All right, not so much on Friday night when the Jazz lost to the Grizzlies. More on Saturday when the Utes, the Cougars, and the Aggies all won. Uh, before we get to the college football, we can talk a little bit about the hoops. Actually, a great win for BYU on the road at Houston with the buzzer beater hitting the rim and crawling in. Uh, and for the Utes, a nice win at home against Minnesota. They got off to an awesome start, uh, built up a quick double-digit lead. It was like 16 nothing, and then uh, held on and won the game. So good wins for BYU and Utah, and Utah State smoked North Carolina A&T. Well, you were supposed to smoke North Carolina A&T. That's why you brought him in. That was the whole point. The Jazz did not win. Jazz got beaten Memphis. A couple things. That's their second loss to a team that's probably going to be in the lottery in the West. And if you're looking at the Lakers, who are two and a half games up in the Jazz, well, you flip those two games, the Jazz would be a half game back. They'd be 10-2, and two, and Lakers would be 11-2. and two. So losing those games, it, it matters. And you can say, well, everybody's going to lose a few of those. And they probably are. The Jazz have lost a couple early. And they've both been winnable. And I thought Quinn was spot on when he talked about some of the defensive issues. But you better give John Moran some credit because he hit some unbelievable stuff in that game. He was really impressive. Um, that whatever scoop that that was incredible in the second quarter and then the alley-oop and he dunks on his teammate uh but maybe the best play was when he he had the ball looked like he's going to start the break and it looked like joe ingles was going to take it away from him in the backcourt and somehow morant dribbled back into control of the ball went past joe and went to the hoop and dunked that was that was pretty cool that could have easily been a four-point swing in a one-point game so I, I do think Bogdanovich needs more touches down the stretch. He had a big three with two minutes left, and he didn't get the ball in the last four possessions. So I think they're going to have to look into that. Um, but there's some quick basketball takes because I think you're here for the football. So let's get to the football. Utah State, uh, Utah and BYU all went. BYU was supposed to. We'll get to their postgame thoughts coming up here. The Aggies and the Utes both needed those for their conference races. Uh, the Utes are in the driver's seat. The Aggies... They got a chance here if they win the last two games, and that means beating Boise State this week at home and then beating New Mexico in the final, and they ought to beat New Mexico in the final. Can they beat the Broncos? If Boise State wins, they got a chance here to just go undefeated through the conference again and go back to the conference title game. But if the Aggies win, then the Aggies would have beaten Boise State. Boise State would have beaten Air Force, and Air Force would have beaten Utah State. So assuming there's no surprises on the last weekend, you could have a three-way tie for the division title. Will they have Jordan Love? Because I don't know that they can win without him. Well, I don't believe they can win without him. I don't know that they can win with him, but at least have a shot if they have him. Um, But before we worry too much about that game, we had to let him celebrate the win over Wyoming because it made him bowl eligible and it kept hope alive for another week. They got six wins now. have a chance to get to uh, seven, eight, nine wins now. We'll see how it plays out for them. Uh, Here's Gary Anderson, his postgame thoughts. After Utah State in... uh, in a gutty fashion, holds off Wyoming and wins at home. Gary Anderson, kind enough to join us. Coach, congratulations. Uh, I told Kevin this is what cardiac arrest must feel like because uh, it felt like I got put through the ringer tonight. I can't imagine what it was like from your perspective. Yeah, uh, we could go into that, but that would take a long time to, to discuss all that. I'm just I'm just really so proud of this crew. I mean, this this team is amazing how they battle back and there's a, there's there's things we can obviously fix and improve and keep grinding to get it done but right now you look at these young men and how they've how they've got themselves a five and one in conference and how they've battled to be able to get that done um as a team and you know they've just the, the way they've hung together and battled um you know together in toughness that's what they are and uh, it's a great night 
for all Aggies. And never, never underestimate the power of eligibility. Never. You know, a lot of people sit back and you want this and you want that. Yes, we are playing for some very important things, but we knew uh, in November we we're going to have to win at least two more games to get ourselves into a bowl game, and, and we got it done in the first two, and we were still competing for a championship. And you know, it's a playoff round, and we won the first two in the playoffs. Um, but uh, again, to get the six is huge. It's not; they're not satisfied in any way, shape, or form. They have another tremendous opportunity to keep battling for this title. See what happens with that, and uh, you know, uh, where else would you rather be? You know, in the yeah. playoff game number three next week, right here at home against Boise State. You know, just to take a step back a second, Coach, uh, I look, as a guy that was associated with this program in the 90s and the early 2000s, I went to school here, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about my time. It, the culture that you started and that you changed uh, when you took over and that has continued on and continues now, to say that Utah State is bowl eligible eight out of the last nine years is something that a lot of us back in the day never thought would ever be remotely possible. And what an incredible culture change and what you've been able to develop here. Uh, I don't think any of us take that for granted. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know this guy doesn't. And, uh, you know, that that was just – was that just a crazy game or what? I mean, there's so many – again, we can learn from a lot of things there, but yeah. just the grit and the fight and the ability to keep on battling and, you know, make a play here, make a play there. And Let's talk about Eric. Are you yeah. kidding me? I mean, that, that guy, you know, three weeks ago – and it's a really cool story. Three weeks ago he walks into my office and he says, you know, Coach, what, what, what can I do to get on the field? I said, well, you got to get with Coach N. you got to communicate with Coach N. And, you know, told him a couple things here and there. Not that I had the answers to make him this plays that he made tonight. The kid did it by himself. But he wanted to keep fighting. He wanted to keep battling. And then he comes in and takes advantage of the opportunity last week and obviously this week in, in a huge way. So it's so awesome and rewarding to see a young man battle like that and keep going through and, and doing what, he, you know, what he's got to do. And then you know, all of a sudden we got, you know, here comes, here he comes. Henry's up. And it's his turn. He's got to come in and lead his team and give us a chance to be able to, uh, you know, win a game. You know, and I was going to ask you about that, Coach, but you just mentioned it. We just talked to Eric, and he talked about, you know, waiting his time and and kind of relying on his mate over there, Kevin Metzenheimer. Maybe talk about what Kevin, when David Woodward went down, and you got A.J. Vonpachan and Elijah and, and others trying to take their shot, but it was Munoz who waited his time, and then when he got his time, he took full advantage of it tonight, two interceptions, 13 tackles. But Metzenheimer, talk about his role in Munoz's performance. Well, Kevin is the, you know, he's been the stabilizer, and he's really been the voice. Even when Woody was there, um, you know, Kevin has been the, the guy that's led the defense when it's been good and when it's been bad from, a, you know, making the calls and getting guys lined up. And, um, you know, it's been it's been great prior to, uh, you know, when Woody was with us uh, with that communication from Kevin. And then it's, it had to step it up even more. And quite honestly, I think the first game without Woody, he pushed. Um, he pushed too much. He tried to get him in too many, too many spots and probably outthunk out himself a couple times. Times. Uh, but the growth of Kevin from January 4th until now is unbelievable. Um, you know, on the field, off the field, as a leader, as he carries himself, his nutrition. Um, you know, he's always been a high care factor for football, I'm sure. But now he's developed himself into a position to be able to grow. And, and by his actions, young men and young guys on this football team look at him and say, yeah, that's that's, that's a guy to follow. Um, and he's going to get me in the right spot. So, you know, and I, I think a lot of that credit goes to Justin. Justin's a hard-nosed coach. Um, you know, if you're a soft guy and uh, you don't want to be pampered, you're, you're playing for the wrong guy um, <laughs> at uh, – at linebacker, you know, at Utah State, and um, they've all adjusted to that extremely well, and they battle. It's just it's awesome for Eric tonight. I hope he enjoys tonight so much, but then I hope he comes back in and is ready to go. <laughs> Gary Anderson, head coach at Utah State, joining us. Um, I, there's going to be a lot of questions about Jordan Love. 
What's his status, and, and what can you tell us about that young man? Yeah, I don't really have anything on that at all right now. We'll have to wait and see, and, um, you know, we'll just uh, see where it goes. So, we'll, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything to report at this point. Hey, Coach, uh, kind of stuck in mud in the first quarter, but then the big play to Siosi after the pick six uh, from, from Wyoming, the big play to Siosi kind of uncorked that offense, and then you were kind of off to, to the races there in the second quarter. What were some of the adjustments that were made to get you going there on offense? Uh, you know, I really don't know what they what they adjustments that they made. Um, I thought, uh, but they made some, and they, they they made some plays, and I think they gave us an opportunity to you know get the get the uh, the uh, ball in the playmakers' hands. And, and uh, the you know, the offensive line tonight was against a very aggressive, tough nosed, hard nosed uh, defensive line who I have great respect for. I said that all week long. I love the way those guys play defense, and you know I think our offensive line reacted in a very positive way and found a way to be able to give Jordan enough time. Uh, for the most part of the game, and Jordan made some plays with his feet. I thought he was patient. He waited. He saw when things opened up, and you know we were a little bit of a quick strike offense. But we talked about many times, you know, with the thought with this offense, um, if you if you're quick strike, it has to be points. It can't be quick strike and uh, you know punt the ball the whole football game. And um, they were able to do that. So you know the, the offensive staff ground like crazy to make some adjustments, do some things that we were um, I'm sure that they that they hadn't seen that they um, got, and I thought the base plan was obviously pretty good going in there and you know playing like that against that defense on offense is, is pretty good we could have you know, we left a lot out there we all know that but it was enough to win yeah let's uh we can talk about that a little bit now especially now that you won the game but you know you have it first and goal at the one and then the bad snap back to the 25 and then the sack on uh, uh third and two uh to to force the punt it, it, it's just how how hard is it and how proud of your team to overcome those kind of miscues and still hold on and win a game yeah, it's and, and you know, and that's what makes it obviously so nerve wracking, right? It's it's, yeah. it's hard, and you know that defense thrives on you know they're 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 like piranhas now. They they, they get you in those situations, and they're going to bring heat, and that's when you know quite quite frankly, as we're sitting down and when we get in those critical situations and those critical moments when it's zero pressure, well that that's that's it, it, those spots are man on man. I mean, it's easy to say okay, we're gonna we're gonna sneak the ball, and the QB sneak was good to us tonight. Well, it was four down, and you know we snuck it in there, did some great jobs. That's an awesome job there. But when all of a sudden there's, instead of four guys on the line of scrimmage, there's, there's eight or seven or six, depending on the formation that we're in, then it really gets tough. And, uh, you know, we have to continue to work to get better in those settings and those situations, especially against a team that is high pressure as much as Wyoming was. And, you know, they're, they're really good. Look at their numbers. Um, it's not the first time that they've had success like that on third downs against people. Coach, I, I'm curious, as a coach, uh, winning games like last week and then again tonight, uh, obviously gratifying do you do you like the the close games that because it builds character or, or t- talk about what that's like for <laughs> I'll you take 50 to nothing in a day. So, <laughs> no doubt no doubt about that but um you know it it's just it's I, it's it's hard to even you know look back on this season right now with these kids and see what they've what they've gone through and then especially in these conference games and how they found a way and you know um and we haven't played we haven't played good a couple times and even when that didn't go that the sky was not falling but these tough games absolutely from the very beginning i never felt like this team felt like they were out of it you know they were right down the wire to wake force right out there at the very beginning and you know every conference game has pretty much been like that other than air force right the one that we lost and we lost that game badly um 
So as we sit back, and it's very rewarding, yes, as a coach, to see a team keep fighting and battling, but I think the kids should be so proud of themselves because there is no woe is me, there's no finger pointing, there's competitiveness, and there's people that challenge each other. And if you don't have that on a football team, you have no chance. If it's just, okay, it's okay, you know, we're we're doing this every time, we're doing that every time, yeah, you have no chance to be good. So they'll, they'll, they'll push each other, they'll grind on each other, but it's constructive and it makes them um, – bond more together and quite frankly love each other more and, and i believe that and it's 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 fun to see that in a team and i don't i don't know how you get it i can't put it in a bottle and guarantee you get it every single year but this team has that did you uh did you flirt at all with taking the points off the board before the end of the second quarter and taking a shot i did but it was you know it was only half the distance to the goal so you're looking at the ball was going to be on whatever the, i think he told me like the 12 yard line or something like that so you know that's 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 not worth risking it in that situation when the points are already up on the board that was the thought process there hey coach assuming that uh, you know maybe something's uh, you know going to be going on with jordan here we don't know for sure as you mentioned but talk about the confidence in henry columbia Oh, I'm confident in Henry. You know, Henry is. Um, I think I think Mike does a really good job of giving those kids reps to um, him now being Henry in that situation as the backup quarterback, and you know, we'll see where Jordan is. I don't 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 count out Jordan Love. No, he, he he's a tough dude. Now we'll see what happens and where he goes with it and what takes place. But he's uh, he's as tough as they come. Um, and if Henry's time is a roll and get ready to go, then Henry will jump up and he'll take advantage of the opportunity. And I believe he'll do a great job. And there's not one guy in that locker room. And there's not one. One coach that was in that locker room after this game that has any doubt that Henry can lead this offense and give us an opportunity to be successful. Coach, enjoy this one. You may need a little bit more than 24 hours to celebrate this one, but you got a big one coming up next week. Yes, sir. We will. We'll enjoy tonight, and then we'll move on quickly. And uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for everybody that came out tonight. Um, it's a very hard place to play, and y'all know that. If you haven't been on the sidelines for this, it's a it's a hard place to play when those guys are yelling and screaming. Aggie Nation is wonderful. So appreciate it. Go Aggies, and let's go get another one. There's Gary Anderson. His post game thoughts. We'll have him on later this morning. You know, PK always says about conference games. You know each other. There's no surprises. Coaches of both coaches have recruited guys on the other team and are aware of them. Played against them a year ago or two years ago. Or, you know whatever the case is. Um, so they're just different than non-conference games. The level of preparation is different. The focus, the emotion is different. And I thought that was a typical conference games. There are plenty of mistakes by both teams. Love through the two early interceptions. One of them was a pick six. Uh, Wyoming was just a wash in turnovers. Holy cow. Um, but there was just a grittiness to it. You know, both teams made mistakes and bounced back, kept competing, and that, that's a good win for Utah State. All right, when we come back, we'll hear the Cougars get their postgame thoughts after they crush Idaho State, and they're also bowl eligible. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. BYU blows out Idaho State as expected. Zach Wilson is back. How did he play? How did he think he played? Well, here's Zach Wilson and Talon Shumway, who had a couple of touchdown catches for the senior on senior day. Here they are at the podium together. Talon, what was it like being out there for the final time? You know, I talked about it earlier in the week, but being actually being out there for, for this game? Uh, it was fun. It's always fun. 
uh, especially when you win. Kind of sad. Uh, it's the last time, but it's not the last game, so I'm uh, happy about that. What did you think about how you did? I mean, it was rough at times. I think, I think overall as an offense, we could be more smooth. A lot of penalties today, a lot of MAs. I think we got to clean up a lot of things this week, but you know we got that win. That's all that matters. Some people might say just account for rust that you haven't played. Do you think that's valid? That's no excuse. I thought it played well. So. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You did get two touchdown receptions. So yeah. You're biased. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Zach, after the interception, I saw you go try to make the tackle. Obviously, you got injured on a similar play earlier this year. Is that just you kind of showing your fearlessness, or was there, did the coach just say anything to you about that? No, it's just instinct. It's like, if I'm a competitor, I'm not going to let someone run the ball back. Well, was there a reason for all the false start stuff? Because it seemed like they're the first half you guys are having Yeah, they, they were doing some confusing stuff up front. They were shifting a lot and, you know, stemming their, stemming their D-line. And so some of their D-linemen were yelling move, and that was, it was causing our guys to, to react to the noise and, and jump a little bit. Zach, what do you feel went right for you today in, in this game? Um, I'd say we, you know, we got the win. I thought we overall, you know, did some good things. We didn't, we didn't start well or even have a great second half, but, um, you know, we had a lot of promising drives and, um, you know, put up. We scored 42 as a team, so. Arm strength looked really good. A lot of deep balls. Um, did the rest to the shoulder, you know, due to the hand, you know, helped out the arm strength the last few weeks? Yeah, I think so. I think so for sure. I, I'd say my shoulder is probably the best it's it's been since having surgery. Just. You know, off season, I never had that opportunity to, you know, just take a couple weeks off, and not not use it. It was kind of just straight from, you know, right out of surgery to every day trying to rehab it. And so that was the first like five or six weeks I really had nothing, nothing on my shoulder. Talent did that post surprise you a little bit when he got it out there in front of you? Uh, yeah, I uh, I had a t- hard time finding it. Um, I didn't even know the ball was in the air until I caught a glimpse of it. Uh, it was too late, so. That was my bad, uh, <laughs> but it happens. It's too bad it happened, but it happens. It's a great throw. I, uh, yeah. Take us through that, that touchdown reception on the goal line. Uh, what's the route, and, and how are you able to haul it in? Oh, uh, just a fade. Oh, which one? The, the uh, at the goal line. Second uh, one. Kind of the return route. Uh, yeah, we've been practicing all week. Um, this is the first week I've ever ran it. Usually it's someone else, uh, so I was glad that they put me there. and. I knew when we, uh, you know, I knew if we called it, that's where the ball was going to go. So he told me to give him a tough throw. He said, <laughs> yeah. "I got to have a highlight film soon, so yeah, make I'm sure you uh, <laughs> give me something to." <laughs> That'd be a very short highlight film if I had one. <laughs> It'd be a lot of just running around. Um, yeah, I, that was it was fun. Tell him what's one of your favorite memories from your time here at BYU. The that is a hard. It's uh, a hard question. Uh, I think it's gonna take take a long time to like uh, maybe kind of like sit back and look back and, and analyze and 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 try to figure that out. I'd really just say the whole thing, but uh, there's games like there's uh, the USC game this year, Boise State, um, Wisconsin last year. Big wins. Those are fun. Um, and even the smaller wins. So any win is great. And uh, too many memories to pick one, honestly. 
Zach, was it fun to see guys like Talon and, and Micah making big plays in their yeah. Here. yeah, for sure. I mean, we're just we're giving those guys a chance with our offense, and you know, it's get get the ball in your playmakers' hands. These guys are just you know they're making us look good. These guys make the quarterbacks look good. I mean, that's why we can we can play three quarterbacks and have so much success. Is we got a lot of talent on this team, and and you just you put the ball in these guys' hands, they're going to make plays. What does it like to not only get the uh, the win for the seniors, but get the bowl invitation as well? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, we get to go to Hawaii instead of Idaho this year, so that's pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> You know, but <laughs> my wife's excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, but I mean, we still got two more games that you know that are big wins for us that we gotta that we gotta get ready for. But I mean, just knowing that we're we're both eligible is is nice. Zach, what are you thinking when you're in that tunnel before the game and seniors are running out one at a time? You've done a couple of years now, but what, what's kind of the thought process as you watch these guys that you've worked with and played yeah. with for so long? And that's just take the field? yeah, it's just emotional. I remember thinking last year. Like, oh, like, it's perfect. These guys are all juniors. You know, they have one more year, and, and now here we are, you know, two games left in the regular season, and these guys are all seniors about to head out. And so, you know, it's really just emotional. They've all they've all grown so much, and they're such a big part of our team. And, you know, it's going to be rough losing those guys next year. Really, like, you know, my best friends on the team are all the seniors. You know, uh, those guys are great leaders, and, um, you know, it's going to be a big chunk of our team that gets cut out when those guys take off. And so we're going to need people to step up and be leaders next year. Zach, do you feel like uh, things like pocket presence and just seeing the field, quarterback type things, do you think those came back to you really quickly? or I mean, I was rough at times. I mean, I definitely could have done better in certain aspects. But, you know, I don't think, like I said, I don't think it's any excuse that, you know, I could. I, I don't think I could live with myself saying, hey, you know, it's your first time back in six weeks. That's just not, I mean, I expect myself to be able to, you know, take off right where I was um, back playing. But, you know, we got that win, and we got we got another week to um, learn off of a win, which is the best way to do it. How Any much, other questions for these two? How much did it help having a hundred yard rusher like Sione out there to kind of take the pressure off and, and just ball out the way you did? You know, it's always good to have a rushing game as a quarterback. Um, you know, those guys were, bat were battling all night. We had a couple. Uh, you know, Jackson and Sione stepped up and you know made some guys miss and made some made some big plays for us in the run game. There's Zach Wilson and Talon Shumway. Now here's Kalani Sitaki. Thank for our players. They played hard and give the seniors what they, they need and, and the win. You know, last game and at home. Uh, thank you to the, all the fans that were there to support us. I mean, I thought we they were loud and made a lot of noise and had a lot of energy. So uh, just uh, really really uh, thankful for the position that we're in right now and got a little bit of a streak going. You know, so uh, looking forward to getting number seven next week and, and uh, on the road and, and uh, ready to roll. So take any questions that you guys have. What's that like getting ready for the game? Because before the game with all the emotion and seeing those boys walk out, what's that like, those moments for you as you watch those boys come? Yeah, it's always hard. I mean, I, I'm, I'm more concerned with the team, you know, because they get really emotional, the seniors do, and then the rest of the team does as well. And so it's always one of those things where, and you've heard people talk about, do we do it before or after the game? And um, I think the better way to do it is before the game like we did. And and then uh, just trying to get them focused on after, you know, because a lot of those guys reflect on their time that they put in this program. And, I mean, it went by really fast for a lot of them, you know. So uh, I think it's just uh, it's an emotional time for them. But I thought they rallied around it and, and were able to, you know, play some uh, Simon Sound football. There were mis mistakes that we made, but um, – on all, all phases, but for the most part, the guys worked hard and played hard, and I'm just uh, you know thankful that we were able to get the win. You had a number of seniors that made key plays. Probably the first one was Austin getting that tip ball and taking it to the house to kind of get things rolling. Mm -hmm. What's that like watching him have that moment in his final home? 
Oh, he's been wanting that for a long time. So he's, I mean, and you saw Diane got a little crazy and almost desperate to try to get in the end zone. These guys want to score, and and uh, I think they're, they, you know, I think I think they just want to find ways to make a lot of plays. And so it was hard getting them off the field, even you know, and we felt like we had a, a good, um, a good lead and, and had the the win under control. But um, it was important that we get a lot of guys reps on defense and. They made some mistakes, and we gave up some big plays. That big run was something that I wish we didn't give up, but um, <clears throat> I don't know any other way to get them valuable reps and, and get them experience other than doing it in the game. And so uh, it'll be something that we can work on and improve on, but we had a lot of guys get valuable reps on, on all three phases, and that, that was good for us. The slow start offensively, the mistakes, false starts, mm-hmm. you just attribute that to Zach being back with the offense again, or what can you... No, because Zach wasn't the one jumping off uh, a false start, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, that's... It was they, they were doing some things up front, you know, um, uh, kind of a lot of movement and, and, and a lot of things after our clap, you know, and so... Um, this is the guys just had to settle down and play, you know, it just seemed like a lot of guys made mistakes and uh, especially put ourselves in, in the hole so many times with first and 15 is hard to, to deal with, you know, and so and then we had some big plays and had some holding calls and, and that's not Zach's fault. You know, the guys, uh, the guys made mistakes and they got to own up to it and be responsible for the mistakes that they made. And we'll hold them accountable. I think I think that's the, the only way you can do it. So that, that stopped the progress of the team of the, of the offense and while that was going, I thought the defense were able to rally back and, and get a score and then get some uh, some stops. You know, we gave up some big plays. I think they had a big pass that kind of set up uh, the field goal. But um, other than that, I thought we handled it pretty well, except for the 50, I can't remember how long it was, like a 50-yarder. Yeah, 54-yard run. And that was unfortunate. And, you know, I, but I, I don't know how we, we can teach those guys lessons other than I can show them them on film and embarrass them later for their mistakes. And, but I, it was, it's one of those ones I wish we could have back, but I'm not going to keep our guys that, that we, we feel like should be healthy and keep them fresh you know, for the next games when these guys can learn so much. And we talk about depth and development, and uh, the best way to develop them is to get out there and make some plays. It seemed like there were multiple points where the game was in hand and you probably could have taken Zach out, <clears throat> stayed in. Um, mm-hmm. Was that his just wanting to get more reps or is that yeah he's been gone for a long time you know and just trying to get him um kind of in the, in the swing of things and just kind of get get uh, everything back it's, it's it's a even though he's been a starter for a lot of games i think it's just more just shaking the rust off a little bit and, and giving him that opportunity to figure things out and then so, when he, he threw that interception and went for that tackle was that like a an oh no moment considering he had been injured on a Kind of, play. yeah, for me. It's just like, just get your thumb out of the way so you can make the tackle and <laughs> just don't throw the interception so you can be there. But you know, um, I think Zach, uh, you know, he, he wanted to perform his, uh, he wanted to perform really well. And I think the sense of urgency was there. We just, we'll be fine. We just, I think it's important that he had these opportunities to make some plays and to get out there and get hit a little bit you know he ran the ball a little bit too and so um it's just I think he deserved that opportunity and you know we had uh Baylor was a little banged up anyway so we needed to keep him healthy and and heal up this week and so I think it was a good moment for us to get that done I thought Joe came in and did and was really impressive as well you know and and I think he was five for five and and managed the offense even with some of the mistakes that we made I thought the guys played well and a lot of those young guys played and, and made some plays. I mean, I, I was impressed with Keanu Hill and the things that he that he can do. And um, there's a lot of other guys that, that that got really significant reps that will will, will allow them to grow up a lot faster.
Kalani, how satisfying is it to get that sixth win and clinch bowl eligibility? Yeah, that was fun. And then to get the announcement afterwards and the invite. And, and so uh, the guys were really excited about it. And, and uh, just... You know, just excited that we could extend the season um, another game and, and have 15 more practices with our team. And then it doesn't hurt that you're going to Hawaii. And the, everybody knows how I feel about Hawaii. That's home for me and, and a lot of family there. So we have a lot of um, members of our church and, and BYU fans in that area too. So it'll be fun. It'll be, be cool to get, get back there. It's been a minute since you've had a 100-yard rusher here. What was Shoney doing that made him so effective? And do you expect to see more of that as he just gets better and better in his career? Yes, Sione is really quick and, and he he's, does really well in space, you know, and I was really happy with the things that he did, specifically ball security, taking care of the football. Um, and, and, and he and Jackson McChesney did a good job with the amount of carries that they had and, and the opportunities that they had to be out in space. I thought, I thought, uh, Jackson showed some really good things too, and Sione, I, that's what Sione, we've always seen Sione do. And I think it was really cool to get him more carries and more opportunities to make plays because he's really good and tough. And he's, I think he's underrated when people talk about because he, he's a smaller guy, but he's a tough guy. He'll put his head down and, and, and get some tough yards for us as well. Colin, are you worried at all about the field goal game? Just hasn't, Jake hasn't seemed to have been locked in. He hasn't had as many opportunities tonight. It didn't hurt, but mm -hmm. missed tonight and just hasn't seemed to be as locked in. I'm I'm concerned about everything, you know. So like, yeah, it's just uh, I look at that drive and I, 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 you know, we we um, part of the concern was like, do I take the time out with time because it was about you know a little bit more than 25, maybe 30 seconds left, and I think we could have just jogged out there and kicked the field goal. And you always worried about freezing your guy, so I evaluate all of that. But I mean, that's a kick that he should be able to make in his sleep, and I thought the snap and hold was good and. Jake will have to be accountable for that, you know, and, and uh, those are points that we should have on the, on the board, and and he knows that he owes the team that, and so we have a lot of a lot of trust in him, and and uh, you know we have a lot of guys that can kick the ball too, so uh, the competition will continue. There's BYU head coach Kalani Sitaki. They got win number six. They ought to get win number seven over UMass this week, and then off to San Diego State for the regular season finale. When we come back, we're going to hear from the Utes. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. The youths put together a dominant performance. And they gave UCLA an early field goal, and UCLA should have just gotten on the bus and gone home at that point because that was it. Nothing good happened for them the rest of the game. Sure, they gained a few yards, but every time they got in the red zone, they turned it over. And they fumbled at the five-yard line. They were at the 15, although I think technically they fumbled at about the 30. <laughs> and had that run back for a touchdown. They threw a pick in the end zone. Um, there were just a lot of problems for UCLA. Five turnovers in the game. The Utah defense was brilliant, only giving up three points and just frustrating UCLA at every turn. And the offense was really good, too, putting 49 points on the board. Kyle Whittingham, very complimentary of Tyler Huntley and Zach Moss. 
uh, Huntley funny at the podium. We'll let you listen to the players here. Bradley and I, soft-spoken as always. Um, Zach Moss, Tyler Hunt, <laughs> Tyler Huntley, just funny. He got off a couple zingers. Here are the U players on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Uh, yeah, we uh, watched it um, on the video right before we came over to the stadium. So we knew uh, what we wanted to do and come out here and prove today. So I think we did that. Thank you. Our offensive coordinator, Coach Lovell, just put me in great positions to make plays. And um, I mean, without the guys in front of me, the O-line and uh, Snoop right here doing the things uh, to make it a lot easier for me, um, I wouldn't be able to do it without those guys. So that's, everything was just gelling pretty well. Guarding him. <laughs> That's about it. They they left him open. He made great plays down the field. On his way to the touchdown. What's it like to have tight ends like that that can catch the ball just as well as any of your receivers? It's, it's great to uh, spread the field. Just knowing, even with Zach in the backfield, that's five five or receiving people that's on the field at a time, and um, it's good. Brother, what was the mindset defensively or the plan going into this game? Um, basically just execute what uh, Scally had for us this weekend as far as our scheme and that and just, you know, doing what we do week in and week out to prove to every team that who's the more physical defense. And um, I think the guys did a great job today, especially hustling around. Was that the primary focus, just to be more physical? Yes, yeah. I, I think it's just lays the foundation for the rest of the things. Uh, you know, when you're the most, when you're more physical and it, it um, other things come along, um, you know, your scheme comes along better, uh, things open up more for you as a defense. Zach, with, with you guys in playoff contention, I mean, is there any uh, any talk of running up these scores to make sure that it's just convincing? Or? No, we just coming out here trying to um, come out here and do what we're supposed to do is win. Um, we don't care about what the score says, anything like that. Um, we just want to come out here and make sure that we put in our best efforts, you know, um, making sure that we execute in our plays because it's not about the team that we're going against, it's about us. Um, so we just make sure that we execute our plays to the best of our ability and whatever we do on the offensive side of the ball where we put up points, um, that's what it is. So we're not out here trying to run up scoreboards or anything like that. Tyler, is this offense or defense or both tonight? All of the above. All of us did our job. Um, we got a lot that we could prove on, but we all did pretty good tonight. Uh, it starts in practice, you know, and guys being accountable of each other, just making sure that everyone's out there doing the right things from Monday to Friday, um, getting ready for the game, and just making sure that everyone's watching film, getting extra film study in. If it's meeting with their coaches or whatever it may be, just doing extra things that uh, other teams don't do late in the season um, because this is championship month. Uh, they tried to pat the box, uh, trying to defend against Zach. Uh, so it, it, it created a lot of one-on-ones in the back end. And um, our receivers tied in did a great job of getting after them. Brant, do you know going into a game like this, you're going to be targeted a lot, or did it just happen every game? Well, I go in every game trying to think that I'm going to get a lot more targets. But uh, 
just knew got me the ball and I was open in space and just made a move and credit that to the O-line and uh, credit that to Tyler also. I just mean, uh, think we need to keep that mentality of physicality and uh, just open up the field and make those big plays, which we did tonight and showed it. Bradley, what, what was it like to see somebody like Mika Tapua uh, you know, get, a, get a interception for a return? What, what's that kind of stuff like to you guys? Um, it was awesome. Uh, you saw I was, I was tired after that play because I sprinted 100 yards to go and celebrate with him. Everybody, everybody else did too, and so I was very excited for um, Mika and... Um, it was just a fun game overall for the defense. We got a lot of turnovers and stuff and gave it back to Tyler and them, so it was a fun day. Zach, did they tell you at all why you got penalized for after that touchdown? <laughs> um, I guess when I scored, uh, I went over and uh, high-fived the fan, or he came over and high-fived me. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, were you aware you were close to a career high there? Um, after that touchdown, I figured I was like, I should be about 100, so <laughs> close to a career high. So just uh, thank Tyler for throwing me the ball and just giving me the ball in space, too. Tyler, are you ever surprised at some of the things that your playmakers do, like nah. Keithy <clears throat> making guys miss out there? Mm -hmm. Never. Mm -hmm. Never. How much confidence do you, do you have in this guy? Uh, more confident than I got in myself. And I got a lot of confidence. <laughs> there are the youth players, Brent Keithy. <laughs> that was a good one right there. Uh, what were they doing that he was so open? Not covering him. <laughs> I got more confidence in them than I got in me. And I get a lot of confidence in me. Yeah, good lines from Tyler Huntley there. He gets some laughs. Kyle Whittingham played the crowd for some laughs, too. Uh, here he is at the podium. All right, outstanding show, uh, performance by our guys tonight. Uh, proud of them. Uh, you know, offense, offense, defense, really both uh, outstanding play. That's a good football team, too, in that other locker room. they got a lot of playmakers. The quarterback is special. And uh, we... Uh, you know, we just played well tonight, but that's give give them a uh, some credit because they they played or they have some guys out there that are that are really talented and athletic. Uh, Tyler Huntley was outstanding, uh, his usual uh, in, you know incredible completion percentage and and uh, yards per attempt way up there. Zach Moss was outstanding. Entire defense, I think we created four or five takeaways. And uh, scored on one, set up another score. So a lot of good things there. Uh, rough in the punt game. Punt game is real rough tonight. That was not a fake punt in the third quarter. We have a designed in the uh, rugby style punt where if he thinks it's there at any point, he can take it and just made a bad decision. I'll take responsibility for that. At that point in the game, I should have called it off or, or told him that that was not any longer in play. And so not Ben's fault. Um, other than that, like I said, the you know just. Great, uh, great preparation by our guys. They, they worked hard uh, in practice all week long. Uh, stayed focused, uh, you know, blocking out the outside noise and the and all the, the stuff that's going on, and just paying attention to what they got right in front of them. And uh, that's what we need to do again this week. And so, uh, like where we're at, but still some football left, obviously. And we got to uh, we got to keep keep uh, focused and uh, just keep our same mindset. So questions. 
players when they came in before emphasized that they made a point of being more physical team without a doubt yeah without a doubt and you really look to the rush yards when you that's your first indicator of, of physicality and uh, we certainly won the the, uh, the rushing battle and uh, controlled both sides of the line of scrimmage Guy, what, what allowed for to get some <laughs> he's just a tremendous athlete and it's not anything we scripted differently other than um, you know, he just happened to be uh, shake free more often than he had in the past. He's he's played really good football for us all year long, but he's he's a tremendous weapon, and he's uh, he's only a sophomore. He's a true sophomore, and uh, he's a tough matchup. You know, I don't know if teams know really how to how to account for him because he, he can't be covered by a linebacker, and and uh, safeties even safeties struggle with him. And and Andy has done a great job of. And one thing Andy's well, many things, but one of the strengths of Andy is he puts guys in position to maximize their ability and what they do best, and uh, he's certainly done that with Brent Keithy. Coach, uh, Demario Simpkins had a, had a fumble tonight, and that makes the second week in a row the receivers lost a potentially costly fumble. What's being done be, uh, behind the scenes or in practice to try and... We're flogging them and uh, <laughs> trying to trying to emphasize that uh, ball is everything, and we, we certainly... In all seriousness, we certainly uh, give it a, a great deal of attention in practice. It's it's constant. It's it. Uh, we have turnover circuits and all kinds of things that we have in place to try to eliminate that. We've been pretty good all year long as far as uh, winning the turnover margin. We haven't turned it over a ton, but we have fumbled too much this year. That's something we have done. We got to. Yeah, really good players, really good players. The front four is, uh, I'm biased, but I think it's the best in the country. Uh, linebackers are active and tough and making plays. Secondary's covering. Uh, Coach Scali's getting them in the right spots and the right locations, and his staff is doing a great job with fundamentals and technique, and you just add all that up together, and it's pretty good defense. Coach, as a regular season comes to an end, how do you stay focused and ignore all the outside noise you guys are hearing? Well, we should have two games left. You know, we're, we're, not, we're not done yet, and so it's – it's uh, the same MO this week as it's been the last several weeks is, is uh, just focus on what's right in front of you. Don't, uh, don't worry about any of the uh, outside stuff. And, uh, you know, just pour all your attention and your focus and your, your efforts into whoever's next. And it happens to be Arizona next week. How much does it impress you that your guys play at something close to their best every week? It's very impressive. And, and I've said this all season long. I love coaching this group. It, it is an absolute pleasure to be around these guys and to be and to work with them and uh it's i don't think i've had you know i've had to yell maybe one time all year i mean it's literally it's there it's a great group senior leadership and leadership there's leadership uh, beyond the seniors as well and uh they just take care of their business and it's a very mature very uh, just a just a, a group that uh understands how to how to operate coach in, in the first half julian black I knew he was playing well. I didn't realize he was that productive. That's a heck of a hack of half of football, and that interception was big in the end zone where he went up for that jump ball. And Julian is uh, in the right spot. He made that transition from corner to safety flawlessly, and uh, he's going to—he's you know, drawing attention to the scouts, and he's going to have a chance to uh, continue to play at that spot. 
coach at the next level. I know you just want to win, but you know, considering the, the playoff implications, the, the rankings and so forth, do you ever consider so-called style points never, in this game? Never consider that. That's something that we don't do, we won't do, and uh, that's just how it is. And we weren't trying to run it up tonight, and we pulled all our guys and just started running the football. Uh, the, re the, thing, the reason we left the pedal on the or the gas pedal down a little longer than I is I've watched that Washington State UCLA game several you know months or whatever it was when they came roaring back from down 32. it was 32 in the late late in the third quarter and so that was the reason why we we kept uh, kept the throttle wide open for for a little longer than usual. How big of a factor was the fact that one of the UCLA players questioned your toughness? Your team's toughness? <laughs> yeah, our players were aware of that for sure and. Uh, I don't know how much it bothered them or amused them. You know, I don't know. I, I can't tell you, but they they knew, and uh, didn't make a huge deal of it, as far as you know. And uh, <laughs> players responded well. There is Kyle Whittingham. The Utes off to Arizona now, nine and one. They've won six in a row. Try to make it seven in a row against the Wildcats. They're heavy favorites to do that. All right, we'll be right back with what is trending. All the headlines. Stay with us.